What's up, everybody? World Football Talk, back at it again. Your host, Ryan DiLorenzo, in the helm, ready to uh, digest some of these games that we had this past weekend. Also to kind of touch base on Champions League and Europa League. Didn't have a chance to really break down the games, um, give my two cents on them, and... uh, you know, moving forward, uh, we have some semi- really good semifinal games notching up in that tournament. <clears throat> we saw Chelsea being defeated by Real Madrid 2-0, 4-0 aggregate. Real Madrid move on. They take on Manchester City, who beat, who tied Bayern Munich 1-1 on Wednesday, April 19th. They won the aggregate 4-1. Goals from um, Holland and uh, Joshua Kimmage in that game, and then Rodrigo with two games for Real Madrid. So Real Madrid taking on Manchester City. This is going to be a great semifinal matchup. Tough um, Militao, he is suspended for the first game in this matchup due to uh, yellow card accumulation. So he won't be available in the first match. So that's going to be a little tough. Especially Real Madrid being home, you would expect this is the game that, you know, if Militao's in that game, he, we've seen him, he dictated games, he blocked balls, he gave a beautiful pass to Rodrigo to set up their first goal. It's going to be a tough miss uh, for him, and this is a game that, you know, we'll 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 discuss more as the the time comes to really know what kind of lineups we're going to be looking at. certain situations form leading up to these games but uh yeah missing Militao is going to be a really really tough go for uh Real Madrid maybe they skate by with a a low scoring win it's possible they get a draw and then they have to go play at at the Etihad and uh you know that's a tough one that's going to be a tough matchup for them on the away game, Militao hopefully is back by then. Hopefully no injuries happen in La Liga or anything. So, we'll see. Uh, we'll keep you updated as the date comes a little closer. But uh, it's going to be an amazing semifinal matchup. And then we have a, a Milan Classic for the other semifinal matchup. We had AC Milan defeating Napoli. Napoli missing tons of chances. Osiman really didn't get involved until his late goal. He had a couple headers on a uh, little off target, but it just seemed like Napoli the whole game, shooting the ball off target, not hitting the net, not testing the keeper. A lot of open sitter headers, backdoor, and they just couldn't put it away. And, you know, props to AC Milan. Probably didn't think they could pull this one off against Napoli, who were flying, but they get the early. First leg, 1-0 win. And then they tie this game 1-1. Osimhen scoring in the 93rd minute. It was a close ending, but they pull out the victory. AC Milan Milan moves on. And then we had a thriller between Inter Milan and Benfica. Ended in a 3-3 draw. At one point, Inter Milan were up 3-1, which would be 5 um, 5-2 5-2 aggregate, Benfica, uh, my, my bad, 5-0 uh, aggregate, Benfica close in, score 3 in the second leg, but just not enough to take on this Inter squad who 
They've been playing really, really good. Um, in this matchup between AC Milan and, and Inter Milan, this is going to be a toss-up. Uh, it's gonna. I think it's going to be a low-scoring outing, both legs. It's going to be intense. It's going to be a lot of fun. Both of these semifinal games for the Champions League um, to go into the final is going to be terrific. Just just so much fun to watch. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll obviously keep you updated as, as these dates come a little closer um, to give you updated news, potential lineups coming up, and our predictions. So enough with that for Champions League. We'll go on to Europa League, another great tournament, in, um, your UEFA tournament. We saw Roma taking on Nord. They were down 1-0 aggreg- aggregate. They tie the game 1-1. Nord puts away a ball in the 80th minute. They think they're going through. Paula Dabala with a clinical finish. Beautiful turn. Puts it away. Top right shelfer. And they just... They put it into extra time, and then they just blow the lid off. Um, two goals coming in the 101st minute and the 109th minute. They see their way into the semifinals. They're gonna they're gonna take on the um, Bayern Leverkusen side, who took on Union Saint Gilleries. Uh, that they entered that game one one, notched up first legger. Bayern Leverkusen come into this game. Open up the outing. They they go up 3-0. Uh, Saint Union, Union St. Gilleries put one in. And then they put the hammer on them. Win this game 4-1. 5-2 aggregate. It's going to be an interesting matchup against Roma. Um, I think Roma showed a lot of spark. A lot of ambition to win the game. Against Friedenord. And not that um, Bayern Leverkusen had an easy game by all means. Like I've been saying for weeks, Saint uh, Union Saint Gilleries have been the dark horse of the tournament, but at a, you know it happens. You 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 lose that uh, that flow, that mentality to really dig out these games, and you know props to them for making it as far as they did, uh, making it to the quarterfinals. Uh, amazing achievement. Can only um, can only ask for them, you know, to to do the same next year. Hopefully they don't lose a lot of their players due to transfers. But if they keep a lot of their same squad, it's possible they make another deep run into the Europa Europa League if they qualify. But going to be a good uh, semifinal matchup between Roma and and Leverkusen. And then on the other side of the bracket, we had Sporting CP tying Juventus, but just not enough to put them ahead. On the aggregate or to tie the aggregate. Juventus go through 2-1 aggregate. They're going to be playing Sevilla. In a game that Sevilla absolutely shell-shocked Manchester United. As coming from a Manchester United fan, it was tough. Very One of the toughest United games I've watched in, in recent time. Uh, you can potentially fight it with. Their loss to Villarreal in the Europa League final, and maybe the early gamer, uh, early City derby, uh, Manchester derby earlier this season when they lost six to two or six to three. I forget what it was. That was also really tough. But man, oh man, uh, Sevilla take this game three 0 Terrible mistake by 
Yeah, everyone was blaming Harry Maguire, which, yes, you should, but also De Gea. De Gea, just play the ball out wide. Stop get, stop feeding Harry Maguire and, and believing that he could potentially make something out of a pass. He is not that type of defender. Don't give him those opportunities to fuck up, which he does. He tries to send it to Wampasaka. It's a terrible ball. I don't know if he was trying to turn on it too, maybe at the same time. But they give up the ball. Um, Yosef and Sarari puts the ball away to open up the tie in Sevilla. Um, and before you knew it, uh, they that was the end of the first half. They come into second half. Header, uh, a header that goes off um, locate body's shoulder. You would think, all right, De Gea, you could save this. Nope. It somehow floats its way onto the crossbar, bar down. De Gea doesn't even get a hand to it. They go up 2-0 in the game, um, 4-2 aggregate. And then they, uh, you know, uh, they send the ball deep. De Gea tries to trap it down, loses the ball, and Encernare with another goal. So a brace for him on the day. Sevilla move on. They take on Juventus. Another another great matchup. Uh, you know, to judge Juventus where they are right now in the table, it's tough, especially with their match band, their um, table band this year, point deduction. It's tough to judge where they are. They they are pretty up there. I think they're in like six fifth place right now fighting for top four um top four qualification for champions league but uh sevilla struggling in their domestic league but sevilla is this team they are europa league they love the europa league when they play in it they play well they constantly are pulling out title wins in this in this uh in this competition so it's 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 gonna be Something that Juventus, I don't know, are they're going to be ready for. I think Sevilla have a good reason, and 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 they have uh, the the team to win this aggregate score against Juventus. I could see them making it to the final, and then on the opposite side, uh, Roma taking on Leverkusen. You know, I want to take Roma. I think Leverkusen could also put up a really dangerous fight against Roma. But if if Roma severe in this final, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think those are the to- best two tournament teams left. So, it's going to be fun. Uh, we'll also keep you updated that with uh, that tournament as we move on. So, that was uh, Tuesday through Thursday. On Friday, this is what I wanted to record on Friday. During the Arsenal game. I just didn't have the opportunity. But oh man oh man. Arsenal once again man. I, what is this three games in a row now. That they've tied. And not only did they have tied. But they had to claw their way back. Well actually the first two they were up 2-0. This one they go down 3-1. Have to claw back to a 3-3 draw. Late in the uh, 90th minute. Bokai Osaka. With the game tying goal. And they looked like they could. Tressar had a shot. Hit off the crossbar. Potentially could have went in. But. They just put themselves in such bad situations. Uh, their uh, Southampton's opening goal. I think it was like 43 seconds in. They just give it. Ramsdale just gives the ball away. 
Could have played the ball out wide. Same thing kind of with De Gea. Could play the ball out wide, but they choose not to. And, well, he chooses not to. He tries to feed it up the middle. Gets cut off. Carlos uh, Al- Alcarez just bombs it. Puts it right in the bottom left corner. Ramsdale's looking like he gave up. You know, he has to get picked up by his teammates. I'll, get, I'll give it to Arsenal. Since they, since they are still, you know, battling for first place, it's very emotional. And uh, I give it to their teammates to be like, all right, come on, we have a whole game left. Let's go. Let's go. Get your head in this game. Like, let's go. Um, Theo Walcott also gets a goal in the day. Beautiful assist by Carlo Alcarez. So not only does he score, then he assists. Um, that's in the 14th minute. They're up 2-0. They're flying. Gar- uh, Gabriel Martinelli in the 20th gets a beautiful goal. Assisted by Bokayo Saka. Makes it a 2-1 game. Late 66th minute, second half. Southampton go up again. Beautiful header by Kalea Tekar. Um, and then... You know, it's down to business now. Arsenal are struggling. They're getting shots on target. They're absolutely dominating, killing Southampton's legs. And, uh, you know, Odegaard, being the man that he is, has a little nice one-two with Ben White. Finds the bottom left corner, gets the boys buzzing. And, uh, you know, Saka puts the one away in the 90th, like I said. But they could have won this game. They needed to win this game. This was a game that needed to be won. Three points they needed, especially at home. And, you know, their fans are happy. I don't think the players were that happy because they understand the circumstances, but fans are going nuts. They they really, they put themselves in a tough, tough situation, especially playing Manchester City this Wednesday. And everyone this Wednesday, everyone, you have to watch this game. This is the game that determines... The rest of the Premier League, it might come down to Championship Sunday or Saturday. Championship Saturday, where you know they, if they beat City here and they win, they win out because you know City's probably going to win out. City's probably not going to drop points. It could come, you know, they they'll be two points ahead. City's going to need a win. It's going to get tight, man. It's going to get tight. I don't know if Championships Saturday is going to be necessarily the most exciting, especially if City pull off a dub like they've been doing. But this is a game that Arsenal needs to come into and take care of business early, play really good defensive games, shutting down Holland, shutting down Grealish to, you know, not fouling him. Because people love to foul Grealish, but shutting him down. Stop letting him create opportunities. And I'm rooting for Arsenal. If I had to put money on it, I'd put it on City. But I'm rooting for Arsenal. Because I'm, t- I, you know, I don't want to see a three-peat. Two times in a row, they win the title. Cool. Three-peats, that's when we start getting a little questionable. Where, alright, they might go for the four-peat. Which I don't think has ever been done before in the Premier League. And you just don't want to see Manchester City do it. Who wants to see that? Maybe c- citizens, uh, the the city fans, but are they really the biggest fans? I know they are in England, but the, the people we have to deal with in America who are city fans, they are not city fans. They didn't go through the struggle that you English city fans had to deal with. 
your whole lives. They're bandwagoners. They became fans when they first won it. And the the craziest Cunaguero goal to lead them to the title. So, when I say there's no real City fans, I'm not talking about England. I'm talking about the U.S. They don't exist. You wish. You wish, pal. Yeah, you wish, pal. But that was a Friday game. Ended crazy, in crazy fashion. We woke up the next morning. We were watching Prem again. Fulham beat Leeds 2-1. Really, really good game from Fulham. Two in a row now. Back to back. Beating Everton away. Coming home. Beating Leeds. They're looking good. They're looking good. Anton Robinson doesn't get credited for the assist, but has a beautiful ball sent into the box. Millier gets his hands on it. Hits it right into Pereira. Pereira puts it away. Pereira would a strike, a thunder strike, free kick against the crossbar. And then he also, um, Anton Robinson, set up the first goal. Um, didn't get the assist. I guess he, he would get the second assist. I don't even think Willian got the assist, but dribbles it through the middle, finds Willian out wide. Willian flips it over to the side. Harry Wilson, beautiful. Bardowski, Golasso. They go up 2-0, and then a um, Polina own goal in the 79th minute. And uh, they close out the game. It's a really good game for Fulham, especially this week coming up. I believe it is, um, I think they play Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, Willem go, uh, Fulham go on the road to go play Aston Villa, who we'll get into their game in a little bit. Um, but man, oh man, is that going to be, I think that's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good test for Fulham. Fulham pretty much, you know, it's... At this point, they are staying in the Premier League, but they still want to fight for top six, top seven. Who cares? Why not? I think they're sitting in like ninth place right now. It's it's doable, and you just want to win games. So we're coming to the end of the season. Don't get me wrong. I think there's maybe seven, eight games left. Um, some teams need to play eight. Some teams need to play seven, but... It's coming to the point where, you know, let's let's finish as high as we can. Who cares? Especially when you're playing teams that are battling for relegation. Nothing's better than beating a team and putting them in relegation zone. It's like get go go where you belong. We don't, we don't want you here. You sit down there. We're going to stay up here. And that's kind of what they did to Leeds, you know. Leeds battling on the brink of relegation. Defenses in shambles. They exploit it, and it was good to watch. It was a good game, uh, good goals. Harry Wilson's goal, potentially goal of the month. It's up there, top ten at least, top five. Uh, give it a give it a look. Give it a look if you can. Ah, uh, soon I'll get. Soon I'll try to get some highlights on here without getting banned. We'll see how that goes. But also on the day to break away a little bit from Premier League, we saw Bayern Munich lose to Mons, which was huge for the Bundesliga title race. Puts with uh, Borussia Dortmund winning um, the next day. I think they won the next day. No, they won the same day. A little later in the day, but Borussia Dortmund go ahead a point on Bayern Munich for the Bundesliga title. 60-59 to 59 points. It's going to be a great ending. Both teams with six games left. I think 
Bayern Munich has the, the the harder schedule towards the end. But if you know Borussia Dortmund drop any points and Bayern Munich could uh, somehow get get ahead, it's just crazy, man. I mean, to for Bayern Munich gets knocked out, they get knocked out of Champions League. Before they got knocked out, they 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 go ahead, they fire their head coach, hire Tuchel. Tuchel gets them knocked out of their German Cup, the Pokal Cup. So they they can't win their domestic tournament. They get knocked out of Champions League in a terrible 3-0 loss first leg and then can only score one goal, let up a goal in the second leg. And then they lose this huge game away at Mons and now they could potentially not even win the Bundesliga. When's the last time Borussia Dortmund? I I, w- I have to check this. It's going to be a little stat check probably for next episode. But when's the last time Bayern Munich hasn't either hasn't won a, a, a cup? It's going to be crazy if this happens. It's going to be a remarkable time. And it's going to be honestly brought down to the fact that they don't have a good striker. That This is not the prolific Bayern Munich squad that we've been used to our whole time being a fan of the sport. At least for me. When I grew up, Bayern Munich were winning Bundesliga after Bundesliga, making it to Champions League finals, winning them most of the time, winning their German Cups. They were the team, man. Like they're the German superhouse team. And I don't I don't think there's ever been a season in recent time that I can remember that they didn't win a single cup. And if that's the case, it's going to be a tough day for Thomas Tuchel. I don't know what they do with him. Uh they, it looks like everyone's just firing everyone at this point. Uh, we just saw today Frank Lampard let go. Potentially, Pochettino is going to be the new manager of Chelsea. We'll see about that in a couple hours. Supposedly, it's supposed to come out. Um, I got like some deep dive news on it, so you can't really trust it. But it's very possible that he becomes the coach. And then we had also Tottenham firing their head coach, Christian Stellini, and they uh, just hired Ryan Mance, uh, Monson. Mason? Mason. <laughs> Mason. Not the Manson family. He's a Mason. Mason man. But everyone, you know, even the Premier League, we talked about it a couple episodes ago. One of the highest, highest firing coaches in, in Premier League history. It's crazy. It's crazy. It doesn't always solve the issue. And it goes without say for this Bayern Munich squad. And, uh, you know, also on the day we saw Ashton Villa, Breton, uh, and Brentford taking on each other in Premier League. Brentford was home. They it was a tough game. I think uh, Villa played really good. We were talking about them potentially finish top six. And they scave away with a 1-1 draw. Late goal coming from Douglas Luiz. And it was a good game. I thought Villa, for the odds, I think they were plus 185 odds to win. I I just figured, you know, they've been on such a roll. They've been on such a tear. They haven't lost a game since February. This game, they're, they're going to keep rolling. And, you know, t- 
to get a draw away, it's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good point. But I think they should have won the game. They had more opportunities, more clear cut opportunities. But uh, Raya, David Raya, man, they, you can't. That's when I kind of, when I made the bet, I kind of probably should have said to myself, "Oh yeah, David Raya's in that." And this, he's just a beast, man. I, he's probably not going to stay at Brentford. And he really shouldn't. If if he's trying to make a bag, if he, they're gonna give him money to stay, cool. But he's that good. He's that good. Where he could go to another club, and probably cause a lot of damage, and be pretty le- pretty decently high earning player of the, of the league, whatever league he would go to. So great game from him. One one draw. Palace and Everton tie zero zero snooze fest. Leicester City with a huge win at home. They take on Wolverhampton Wanderers. Wolves go up 1-0. And then Leicester City put two away. Iheanacho with a penalty in the 37th. And then Timothy Castagna in the 75th minute. Uh, You know, helping them with relegation battle. This is a a Leicester City squad that not a lot of people want to see relegated. You know, they have a lot of history um, in the Premier League. Especially with their Premier League win, um, for the whole they won the whole thing one year, won the whole fucking thing. Ted Lasso, um, yeah, it was uh, you know it's a good game for them to earn some points, pull put Wolves in a little bit of a down point too. Especially a team that is also battling to stay up, it's good to get a one over on them for sure, and. Uh, Liverpool take on Nottingham Forest. Diego Jota with a brace, scoring one in the 47th minute, one in the 55th, and then um, Nottingham Forest though ties it up. They were down one nil. They tied up one one. Neko Williams in the 51st, and then after Diego Jota's second goal, Morgan Gibbs White puts one in the 67th, but uh, Mohamed Salah with a goal in the 70th minute. Uh, Liverpool in that game, 3-2 to two at home, much needed, probably shouldn't have been as close, uh, I bet you Jurgen Klopp was a little nervous, a little nervous on that one, but they get a, they scave away 3 points at one point before Ashton Villa tied it up, they were sitting in 6th place, now they're back to 7th, but this team's riding man, they, you know, they're fighting for top 4 just as much as Ashton Villa is, just as much as Brighton is, just as much as Tottenham. Well, Tottenham, not really fighting, somehow staying alive more than fighting. Fighting for their life. Instead of fighting for top four, they're just fighting for their life at this point. Uh, tough, tough go-ahead for Tottenham. We also saw on Saturday, Manchester City take care of business in the FA Cup semifinal against Sheffield United. Uh, Sheffield United potentially going to get an automatic qualification from the championship into the Premier League. So it's good to see them play a top-tier team like this in the FA Cup. They didn't do much. Uh, Rio Mares with a hat-trick on the day. Maybe what I just said about shutting down Holland and Grealish is actually not the best idea because then you leave the right side open for Rio Mares to just come in and Score three goals. I mean, pretty easy game for them. I don't think they were sweating it at all. 
They go into the final. And uh, like we said, Borussia Dortmund with a 4 nothing win against uh, Ian Arch Frankfurt to put them in first place with Bayern Munich dropping points. And that was our Saturday matches. Some really good MLS games as well. Um, well, you know, we could spend all day talking about the MLS, which we will eventually come end of season of Premier League and European ball. We're going to, everything's going to be about the MLS during the summer. But uh, just so many games to go over. It's just it's really tough. But a couple of really good wins. Uh, Charlotte FC at home with a win against Columbus Crew. Uh, Columbus Crew have been playing really good football. So really good win from them. Montreal, who have been in the dumps, take a 2-0 win against New York Red Bulls. FC Cincinnati take care of business at home. 2-0 win against Portland Timbers. Revolution, New England Revolution with a 2-1 win against Sporting Kansas City. Probably best game of the day, NYC FC taking on FC Dallas. Both teams have been playing really good football as of recently. Great recent form. But uh, NYC FC take this game 3-1. Really good game from them. And uh, Union, Philadelphia Union finally finding form. 4-2 win against Toronto FC. They've been on a... uh, They've been on a good uh, little run of form lately, um, Philadelphia Union. uh, 4-2 win there, and then a couple ties. You know, they're going to be taking on LAFC in the CONCACAF Champions League semifinal. So, a lot to look forward from this team, especially once the Champions League's over. They could find find their their reason again back in the MLS. Um, It's going to be a great international cup. But come MLS time, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun from them. And we also saw a huge tie between Nashville and LAFC. Nashville was home, 1-1 draw. Another 1-1 draw between Colorado Rapids and St. Louis City. It's, uh, you know, everything's, a lot of, a lot of teams are uh, starting to showcase that you know, they, they could take down these top-tier teams. Real Salt Lake with a 3-1 win against St. Jose Earthquakes. St. O- St. Jose Earthquakes have been playing really good football as well. And, uh, you know, big win, win at home. A lot, of, a lot of home teams. A lot of home teams won this week. So that's always good to see. And uh, other than MLS news that happened on Saturday, Saturday we had on Sunday... West Ham away at AFC Bournemouth. They win that game 4-0. They're really solidifying themselves. You know, at one point, I think they were in like 17th place. They were battling brink of relegation. Now they're in 13th. They are um, six points ahead of 18th place Everton. And, uh, you know, Bournemouth, tough loss from them. But they're still five points ahead because they've been playing good football as well. They're five points ahead of 18th place. So this is going to be a fun end of the season. Uh, we've talked about it multiple times. But you know who knows who's going to get relegated at this point. Southampton, it looked at one point, could have been winning a game against Ar- Arsenal. Would have put them at 19th place. They've been sitting at last place for 
what, 10, 10 weeks now they've been last place, could have potentially moved up to 19th, maybe found their way into the battle instead of sitting so far deep. But they get a point. They are uh, they're only four points ahead, uh, I mean, behind of exiting this three-team relegation zone. So who knows who's going to finish there? I don't know. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. Come come the end of the year, it's gonna be a an interest, interesting ending of the year for a lot of these teams. Also on Sunday, we saw Newcastle United within within 21 minutes. They were up five nothing against Tottenham Hotspurs. Man, oh man, is that tough? That's. Because of that, Tottenham hot, uh, fired their head coach because of one game, and deserve deservedly he didn't deserve to be the head coach. You can't lose. You can't be down five nothing within twenty minutes, twenty one minutes. It is unheard of. I, from you know how crazy it is. Like it, it, talking about the sport for as much as I have and. Watching it, I've never seen a team be up 5 nothing within 21 minutes. I don't think I've ever seen it. It was crazy. Jacob Murphy with two clinical goals. Alexander Isaac with two clinical goals. Joel Linton with a beautiful goal. Two assists by Fabian Scher in the opening 20. It was just insane. Tottenham lost. They, you know, they're bottle blowers, as Quinton Volpe would say. They, every time it comes, you know, to the point where, okay, they could potentially finish top four again, they're looking good, they do something like this. Current, uh, Tottenham right now currently sitting in fifth place, six points behind Manchester United who are in fourth, but Manchester United with two games at hand compared to Tottenham, and, uh, you know, it's going to be just to kind of go over top four finishes who could be there. Newcastle's currently sitting in third place, 39 points, 31 games played. Manchester United sitting in fourth, 30 games played, 39 points. I might bet 59 points, 30 games played. Tottenham Hotspurs in fifth, 32 games played, 53 points. Ashton Villa, 32 games played, 51 points. Liverpool, 31 games played, 50 points. Brighton, 8th place, 29 games played, 49 points. Brighton could make a deep run. Um, Fulham, only 45 points. It's tough for them to say. But who knows? Who knows? The, the, way, these, the way these three through nine teams are playing right now, They anyone, a couple bad games, a little bad form, and a, and a good form from another team could could put you there. Could put you top six, which is that's your that's European ball, uh, top seven too for the Europa Conference League, which um, West Ham have been doing really good in. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting end of the, end of the season. Also on the day, we had Brighton Hope. Brighton and Hove Albion taking on Manchester United in Wembley for the FA uh, FA Cup semi-final. 
N00 was a very lackluster, boring game. I mean, there was some excitement, I guess, because me being a United fan, I'm not going to defend it and say, oh, no, it was a really exciting game. It really, it it stunk to high heaven. Some good de- good defensive bouts, I would say, honestly, though. Wambasaka taking on Matomo. Not an easy person to defend. He plays good. De Gea with some beautiful saves. Um, Sanchez also with some really good saves as well. I think, you know, De Gea had more of the fair share, you know, uh, with Brighton with a lot more possession. They had, I think, more shots on target or equal, but Brighton holding possession for that long and the shots they take, it definitely wears on the team a little more. But this team, this game ends 0-0. They go to PKs even after extra time. And it comes down to Solly March. Uh, Wagwaghurst scores his PK. Picks up the ball. They were in sudden death. Picks up the ball. Kisses it. Gives it to Solly March. And then Solly March. You know, they were kicking it right the whole time. They were kicking it right, right, right. De Gea was diving to his right. Their left. And... You know, I knew it. I said to my head, I said in my head, I'm like, listen, right now, De Gea goes, they're going to shoot back. De Gea saying in in his head, all right, they want me to think they're going to shoot left now. The shooter's left, his right, because they've been shooting right for the last three, four shots. But you know what? That's mind games. I'm going to dive that way anyway. The, the... The shooter's right, his left. And I think just him diving the right way, Solly March kind of skied it, shoots it over the net. And then uh, Lindelof, Victor Lindelof, the Swedish defender, puts it away for the winner to send Manchester United into the FA Cup final to take on Manchester City in a FA Cup final Manchester derby. Uh, It's going to be... It's going to be a little intense, I think, uh, for United's perspective. They kind of have to realize that this game, to win this game and to stop City from a treble is huge. Because City right now could potentially win the Premier League, have to take on Real Madrid twice, and then go to the final and take on the winner of AC Milan and uh, uh, Inter Milan. Not going to be an easy run, not saying that, but... From the City squad, the one that we've been watching all year, the one that has been so consistent throughout the years, it's 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 a good possibility they make it into the Champions League final and possibly win the Champions League final. And then if they win this FA Cup, they treble. We just don't want to see that as uh, Manchester United fans. So, Man U, how do you stop Holland with, you know, not... Our Varon might be back, which would be huge. Oh, I would love a Varon and Victor Lindelof back um, center back roles because that's what needs to be done. Or maybe Luke Shaw jumps into the, the center back role, pushes Dalo and Wambasaka out wide. But Harry Maguire can't be in this game. He can't. He just can't. If he's in the game, if he's starting in the game, that's it. They, there's not even a reason to pretend like we're going to win. He might have the game of his life, who knows, but I'm not going to put my money on that. 
he he's just showcased so much how how easily he can mess up a whole game a whole game structure a whole game and turn it on to the opposing heels and basically give them free goals like he's like charity or something like you know he's like Oprah Winfrey here you get a goal you get a goal I get an own goal he's a joke he uh, sorry to say it McGuire but it's time for you to uh, find another team because your uh, your time at United has not been the prettiest, I would say. It's been very uh, very tough to defend everything that you do and pretend like no 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 he's got a he's a mastermind he's got a master plan he's really good. It's it's been tough and I've stopped defending Maguire. I think probably after his first or second year, just been like yeah no he's not the guy. We need another defender, which hopefully United offseason get someone to replace him. And, you know, uh, they need a lot. They need a lot United. Other than a defender, they need a nine. But Maguire, sorry, bud. You got to go. You got to go. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. And not because... You know, finan- we we don't want you here. It's not financial. It's, we we don't want you to start. We don't want you to pass to the opposite team. With, meanwhile, you're the only person in playing center back right now because everyone's moving upfield. It's tough, man. It's tough to deal with you. Anyway, not to get too deep into this because you know it's world football talk. It's not United talk. I. As much as I love this team, I can't, you know, defend uh, their ability to win tournaments. So, we'll move on. This week coming up, there's some Premier League games. And the one of the greatest games that we have, maybe in modern time, I wish it was later. Maybe, I wish it was like Championship Saturday. That'd be sick. But we have it this Wednesday on Pete DiLorenzo's birthday, my brother. He is a huge, well, huge. He's a fan of Manchester City. Let's say that he he likes them. He supports them. I don't. I don't think he's a huge fan, but um, they take on Arsenal on Wednesday. But on Tuesday, tomorrow, Wolves, Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace tying Everton zero zero, but have been in great form, and uh, Wolves losing to Leicester City two one. At home, uh, away. They're at home now against Crystal Palace. I'm going to give this a 1 1 draw. I think this is going to be a tight game. I think um, Crystal Palace missing uh, nuts. Um, Zaha is huge. And, you know, Wolves, as much as they. They, they dominate possession and defense. Like defensively, they, they dominate, but. They don't have, you know, their goal scorers. They, they could put one in and then the whole game plan changes to defending the lead. So I'm going to say that Crystal Palace put one in, laid on them, tie this game 1-1. Maybe I would put the edge to Wolves to win this game at home. But I think it's going to end 1-1, a draw. Ashton Villa on Tuesday taking on Fulham. I think... Uh, I think we might see another draw here. Uh, Fulham playing well, two in a row. 
Ashton Villa coming off a tie at the week on the weekend, 1-1 draw. And uh, you know, you know, if Fulham start playing good football again, they start finding those lines, Tim Ream at the back playing really good defense as per usual. They uh I think they do. I think they pull off a tie here, they get they get the point. It's gonna stink for Ashton Villa. But I I think this game ends in a uh, 1-1 draw as well. Maybe Villa win this game 2-1. But they didn't prove to me last week uh, at the weekend that they can beat a team like Fulham. Who were very tight to them point-wise. Six points behind I believe. So going to be a good matchup. Leeds United taking on Leicester City. This is a battle in relegation zone. Um, Leeds, they, they're so open in the back. I think Leicester City come into this game away and they take it. I think they're going to take this game 2-1. They're going to, they're going to defeat them, um, give them extra points to stay up in the Prem and kind of, uh, put less, uh, Leeds United in a situation where, you know, next couple weeks is going to be determining if they stay up or not. But that's our Tuesday games. Wednesday, before the Manchester-Arsenal game, we have Nottingham Forest against Brighton. Brighton been playing good. Lost in the FA Cup final. They, Other than that, though, they've been having solid victories. A tough loss against Tottenham, which shouldn't have been a loss. I think they come into this game against Nottingham Forest. Kind of in the same situation that I think Liverpool did. And I think they come away with a win. I'm going to say a 2-1 win for Brighton over Nottingham Forest. Forest struggling right now in relegation zone. So we'll see how they, um, you know, this is a game. Brighton need the win to finish in Europe ball, which I think they want to finish somewhere in the top seven to make one of these tournaments. And, uh, you know, Nottingham Forest, I, I wish they had... I wish they had the players to to do it to to stay above and continue their journey in the Premier League, but I think just Brighton just too too good of a team for them. Two one win for Brighton in my opinion, and then uh, Chelsea hosting Brentford United. Uh, Chelsea hosting Brentford, Chelsea home. Chelsea have been so bad as of recent. I mean, it's just it's bismal how bad. Chelsea have been playing, you know, maybe with Pochettino, if he comes in, hopefully he comes in somewhat earlier and he could somewhat get a game plan coming into this game, but I'm going to put my money on Brentford. I'm going to say Brentford, they're going to be hungry after a a home tie. They go on the road. I think they're going to be too hungry. They're going to be Trying to beat Chelsea to every ball, and I think it's going to lead to a. I'm gonna. I'll give them a goal win. So I'm gonna say two one win. I don't know if that's gonna be the exact score, but I have a feeling Brentford win by a goal. Should be a really good game from Tony. Uh, I can see Tony having a good game. Um, Ampo, maybe um, Wisa, you know, um, Matthias uh, Janssen also could get into the score tally. I think a goal is 
Chelsea losing by a goal is very conservative. But it could be more. It could be more. The form that Chelsea's in, I, I you know, I don't see it. I don't see how they could stop this Brentford side. Also on Wednesday, West Ham hosting Liverpool. West Ham with a huge, huge 4-0 win away at Bournemouth. They come home. Liverpool with a huge win against Nottingham, 3-2. You know, this is a game that Liverpool should win, especially if Liverpool's trying to finish top four. They need to win. And I think that's going to be driving them a lot throughout the game. But I also feel like West Ham with... The tournament that they're in, they have the extra playing that Liverpool doesn't. So they're more in form. They're making it right now. I think they're in the semifinals for the Europa Conference League uh, final. They're in the semifinals. Just playing more games. I I want to say that West Ham are starting to find a little edge on teams because of that. So you know what? I'm going to say this game ends 2-2. I think it's going to be a thriller. Maybe 3-2 again to Liverpool. But I'm going to say they draw. I'm going to say they draw. And then we come to the Manchester City Arsenal game. Man, oh man, is this going to be a fun game. Uh, man. <sighs> Who even knows? Uh, City should win. I mean, Arsenal need to win. But City should win. And based on that, based on the fact that City just doesn't lose games, they don't lose game games at home, man. It just doesn't happen. Uh, it's tough. It, 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 rarely, it rarely happens, I should say. It could happen. There could This could be another draw. This could be another 2-2 draw. But I'm going to say they take care of business, Manchester City. I'm, I'm going to say they win this game 3-2. Maybe three one, but I'll be I'll give Arsenal the benefit of the doubt. I'll give them a three two win. Maybe they get maybe Arsenal tie the two two and then City win it three two. But I, I just don't think they can handle uh Manchester City at this point. And this is uh probably gonna lead to City winning the Premier League title come uh championship Saturday. So gonna be a great game. Everyone tune your screens on to it. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Also on Wednesday, we have Inter Milan taking on Juventus in the the Italian Cup. 1-1 aggregate right now. Um, I don't have any predictions on this. I just think it's a good game if you want to watch it. Um, also, Philadelphia Union hosting LAFC in the... CONCACAF Champions League first leg semifinal should be a great game to watch I would give the edge maybe like a 1-1 draw but the edge would definitely go to LAFC and um, you know Thursday ends our last couple games we have Everton hosting Newcastle I think Newcastle go in there take care of business just like they did against Tottenham and they're going to win this game 3-1. 3-1 3-1. 3-1 Newcastle are going to beat Everton. I don't. Maybe Everton don't even get on the score sheet. It's very possible. And uh, also on the day, Southampton hosting Bournemouth. This is a, you know, this is a big game for Southampton. Um, 
could potentially get out of last place if Nottingham lose their game against Brighton, or at least tie point-wise. I don't know if they would go ahead. But, you know, Bournemouth's, man, Bournemouth's a good team. You can't even doubt it. Bournemouth have beat, they beat Tottenham. They beat some quality teams this season, Bournemouth. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Bournemouth. I, I I'm gonna settle on a draw. I'm gonna go one-one uh, draw. It's a tough. It's gonna be a tough game, but I I don't think uh, I could pick any of these teams to win. It's gonna there's really not much to it. It's uh, they're both battling. They're both battling to get out. I think it could lead to a draw just because of that. And then. Um, we have Tottenham hosting Manchester United. Now, this is a game that obviously I want to say United win. I don't know. I don't know if they could. They need to. They they definitely need to win this game. Tottenham in dire needs of points. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say United win. Why wouldn't they? They you know Rashford played last game. He played in the FA Cup. You know, um, people who have been injured. Luke Shaw was in. Um, maybe Varane makes an appearance. Who knows? But I, I don't see United dropping. They definitely don't lose. Maybe they pull out a draw against Tottenham. Uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back United in this game. I'm gonna say a two-one win from United. Put them even more points ahead in the uh, top four battle right now to finish in Champions League but I think it's going to be a good game Um, right now United are struggling offensively they really can't find goals Um, you know a couple goals here and there haven't haven't scored a goal right now in two straight games didn't score one against Sevilla didn't score one against Brighton so who knows but should be some really fun midweek games especially with the Manchester City Arsenal game and, uh, yeah, we could potentially see who's going to win this Premier League title, which is going to be a lot of fun. So, enjoy the week, everyone. Sorry I, got, I uh, didn't record earlier last week to break down the Champions League games, but somewhat broke them down earlier in the pod. So, enjoy. Enjoy the week. And uh, we'll tune back in to get you guys ready for... The following week, uh, this weekend coming up, we have some really good games. So check it out. Listen, World Football Talk, everyone. Ryan DiLorenzo. I'll be talking soon. Take care. Peace.